what to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Oh, hi there. It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, beaming into your ears all the way from Pflugerville. You might know me as Lucy Wow's sidekick, or you might know me as the inventor of the Pygmy Penny, the only penny with a picture of me, Kapow, right on it. <laughs> but you know, while I may be the first mechanical pygmy goat to be on money, I'm not the first inventor. Today's inventor is on the $100 bill. That's right, today's podcast is all about the Benjamin. Benjamin Franklin, that is. Of course, you may know Benjamin Franklin as one of America's founding fathers and a signer of the Declaration of Independence. But he was an inventor too. And today, that's the part of his life that we'll be looking at. Ben was born in 1706 in the city of Boston. He was the 15th of 17 children. Oh, can you imagine what dinner must have been like with 16 brothers and sisters all fighting over the same flip-flop pizza? Oh, my goatness! Now, Ben only went to school for two years, but just because Ben stopped going to school didn't mean he stopped learning. He spent his childhood studying the world around him until one day his studies took a turn towards invention. You see, Ben loved to swim, but no matter how hard he practiced, he couldn't beat the speedy frogs of St. Charles River. Ben studied the frogs and saw that their speed came from their webbed fingers and toes, which worked like paddles in the water. Unfortunately, Ben wasn't able to grow webs between his fingers and toes. So instead, he invented wooden paddles that he could attach to them. And just like that, at the age of 11, Ben had invented swim flippers. From that moment on, no matter where he was or what he was doing, Ben was inventing. As a young man, Ben moved to Philadelphia to work as a journalist and soon found himself famous for his intelligence and humor. But fame doesn't keep you warm. So during the winter, Ben had to do all of his writing next to the fireplace. The problem with the fireplace of that time was that they consumed a lot of wood, produced a lot of smoke, and made sparks that could set fire to the wooden houses of the time. Ben started experimenting, and soon he had created a stove made of cast iron that moved the hot air within the house and through a special tube that provided the fireplace with clean outside air. He called it the Franklin Oven. And thanks to it, everyone could now keep their house warm with less wood, no smoke, and fewer sparks. Wow! As Ben got older, he became good at a lot of things. But unfortunately, seeing wasn't one of them. That's right, Ben had bad eyesight. He had to wear reading glasses to see up close and distance glasses to see far away. This meant Ben had to carry around two pairs of glasses everywhere he went. Tired of this, 
One night, Ben cut both pairs of glasses in half and combined them. Now he had one pair. The top half was for distance and the bottom half for reading. Ben had invented bifocal glasses, which we still use today. Thanks to Ben, people were now warmer, swimming faster, and seeing better. But none of that mattered when lightning came to town. You see, in the 1700s, lightning was a big problem. A storm would arrive, lightning would hit a house, and the next thing you know, a whole city would be on fire. The thing was, no one could stop the lightning because no one really knew what lightning was. But Ben had a theory. He believed that lightning was made of electricity. Since electricity is attracted to metal, like a goat is attracted to a tin can, Ben thought that if he built a tall iron rod, the lightning would hit it instead of houses. He called his idea a lightning rod. Ben got to work and attached his first lightning rod to the tallest building in town. But when the next storm arrived, it stopped outside city limits. (laughs) So much for his experiment. But Ben didn't want to wait for another storm. So he came up with a new plan. He made a kite and attached an iron wire to it to act as a mini lightning rod. To the bottom of the kite, he attached a hemp string. And to that, he attached a silk string. You see, electricity loves water. So Ben figured that the hemp, wet with the rain, would conduct an electrical charge and allow the electricity to run through it, while the silk string, if kept dry, wouldn't. Ben then tied a metal key to the hemp string and with his son's help, went kite flying in the rain. Sure enough, lightning struck, went down the hemp string, down to the metal key, and when Ben touched it, ha, he got a shock. He had just proved that lightning was electrical and a lightning rod would work. And they sure did. In fact, to this day, lightning rods keep people safe all over the world. Ben Franklin had many more inventions and achievements in his lifetime. He was a lot of things. He was a politician and a writer, a founding father and a nighttime kite flyer. But most of all, Ben was a person who tried to fix problems. He experimented and created in order to make the world around him a better place. In other words, Ben Franklin was an inventor. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? It's true! There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Kapow. Hey, that's me! Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger! Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner. I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too! Keep on the lights, folks! Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts. And you'll find your way. And don't forget, Friday's Listener Mailbag. If you've got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or Lil Ol' Me, send it to Kapow at GoKidGo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. It's very exciting. Have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. Until next time, this is Kapow signing off. Go, kid, go! Go, kid, go!